Welcome into the I-80 Club, Wednesday night in the club. club. April 5th, Jack's sad, the Royals are losing, they're going to lose. I don't know what's they're happening with lose. the Royals, but it's not It's not very good. I'll be watching That's this a- in the background during the entire podcast tonight, FYI, Ugh. I might freak out. All right, that, hey, there's no worries with that. Uh, if you are listening to this live, you're a patron, we love you. If you're listening to this in the next couple of days, you're a patron, we love you too. If you're listening to this on Saturday or later, you are not, well, I mean, you might be a patron, but you're probably not. Why don't you join us? It's $3 or $5 a month. You should join us. It's a whole lot of fun. Patreon.com slash ID Club. You don't Jack. have what to wait. Doing? You don't have to wait for, for the podcasts yep. uh, until they maybe are a little bit out of date. You can support yep. what some local creators are doing. There's that yep. too. And you can yep. get yourself on the Discord, which is the most pleasant community on the internet, I've heard. Yeah, many are I've, saying. I've, many, many are saying, saying it's the most pleasant, yeah, completely pleasant community on the internet. So yeah. it's not like it's Twitter. very cool. No fights. No fights. No politics. Ah, uh, the occasional fight. The occasional fight. Yeah, I got a little I, I maybe mean, I didn't get fired up today, but we had we had some disagreements today. Oh, what happened? In the club. What happened? Uh, uh, well, uh, did you? Oh, yeah, you didn't see any of this, did you? No, you, I just noticed it all happened during during why my don't we radio start show. With this, yeah, why let's go. I it, whoa, there's a lot of messages yeah. in here, a uh, lot of paragraphs was, in here. It was uh, Chess Walrus, one of our very good members. Uh, he mm-hmm. was saying that he thinks the media is getting a little too uh, overly, uh, shall we say, Kool Aidy in terms of Ooh. rule. Ooh. And talked a little bit about some of the things that we're hearing, you know, that the that, that there's conversation about. And, and, and you guys help me if I don't paraphrase his argument correctly. But he was kind of saying uh, there's so much talk about all the coaches being sort of in unison and on brand. Uh, sure, and sure. he thinks it goes a little bit over the top. And he doesn't think there was enough media scrutiny of the hires, especially of uh, Donovan Rayola or the – continuation of Donovan yeah. Rayola. Tiny then, baby boy. And then McGuire, the wide receivers yep. coach. Interesting, because I would disagree. I think that there has been criticism of both of those coaches. Um, I guess, is it was there anything else? Because I, I, I want to hit on this one, but was there anything else that he is critical of in terms of uh, how the media has maybe approached some of this stuff? I think I, I, it was a little about this whole thing about, I think his general thought, and I don't want to put words in his, is he in here tonight? No. No, he's not uh, in here right it, now. It, it, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but he was just kind of thinking like the media were kind of jumping on the Kool-Aid with him um, so much they weren't questioning anything. And, okay. And, and, and I guess my thought was. Yeah, what was your POV? Well, number one. Number one, I get very, it's fair to say I get very defensive when people talk about the media as a Yeah, monolith. you get very triggered if someone blanket statements. As a media. monolith, because it's not even, it's not a useful conversation, in my opinion, when you talk about the media, um, because it, it, a whole bunch of things you did disprove this, but, and, and you said disprove this, but he essentially said there was, um, you know, not a lot of, not a lot of critique about hanging on to Rayola, as I said, and McGuire. And I was yeah, like, I disagree man. with both of those. I was like, man, I feel like that's all I heard when they did both of those things. Yeah, we talked about when they brought back Donovan. I was very critical. We, I found like people kept finding your tweets. You, I mean, oh, nice. Yeah, I two that's of your hilarious. tweets were posted on the uh, on the chat today. 
Oh, awesome. I'll have to go scroll. I'm going to scroll back. I can't wait to read this stuff later on tonight. Yeah. 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 But, well, yeah, I guess I couldn't agree more. And and I would start with those two right there. And I mean, I guess that there are receipts of my tweets. Um, that's pretty nice that, that people are able to use that. But I I thought that those two hires in particular garnered some of the most criticism. And and I would also say, Jack, I think that I work with in John. I think I work with one of the most skeptical is not the right word because there's this connotation that comes with the word skeptical, in my opinion, like, oh, John's a hater. No, it's just he has been very, I think, slow to like hop all in and just say, yep, everything is going to be a lot better. Whereas like me, I, I do think like not having Scott Frost is going to be worth X amount more wins. I think that the, the program is going to be better just by by shedding the baggage of the Scott Frost era and, and Scott Frost as a head coach. Um, so I think that I've been a little more bullish. That said, I mean, I certainly am wondering what the hell, why did they bring back Donovan Rayola? I guess I'm not as critical of the, the Garrett McGuire. I think that that's a pretty interesting and cool hire, but, you know, I guess we'll see ultimately. Yeah, you absolutely. I mean, you absolutely. We And then there was sort of like this thing, like nobody was talking. No one was critical about that. I felt like we talked about those two things. A lot. Mainly his selection of assistants and and sort of went back and forth and was not we're not like endorsing it completely. Like I felt like we did it ad nauseum to the point that I was bored with the topic by the end of the whole thing, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. Now it, Yeah, seriously. Now maybe there's another question to be asked here. And maybe we need to people love the media topics, Josh. They love it when we get they into the do. media topics. Yep. Where are we right now in Nebraska sports media in terms of the willingness to go out on a limb if it needs to be done and be critical? Who will do it? Who won't? You, frankly, to be honest, you probably, in my mind, are number one in the entire realm of all of it to be able to to have done it when it needs to be done and are not with. Thank you. I mean, I can't. if, If people can think of somebody else, I don't know who it is. But you have done it. Now, I'm not saying I'm not willing to do it, but I've just not – I just haven't because I haven't necessarily thought it was necessary at the same time that yeah. you have, and you've been right in some of those cases. But here's the question. Every, when they say the media, I feel like they mean the print media. Yes. Right? I, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Yeah. So, where Because it's, I came it, up – I was like, uh, dude, we talked about this. On the I eighty club, nonstop. We talked. You talked about it on your show. My interviews yep. with you on your show, uh, all over. I felt like we talked about it a ton and had some skepticism, including me. I think on on some of the decisions. But yeah, I would say that you were very again. I think that you and John have been kind of similar in how you. I don't, and, and look, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but but hear me out on this one. Do you think that you and John and, and even some others are are like kind of nervous about um, being duped again or or making the mistakes that you did at the beginning of the Scott Frost era? And so thus you were maybe a little bit slower on the excitement level surrounding higher X, Y, or Z. Or for you, is it because, I mean, some of these guys are pretty inexperienced. So, well, I don't... Okay, so here's my answer. I don't know if this this is what you were asking, but essentially the allegation was the media is getting too much into dr- drinking the Kool-Aid. Yes. My response was, at least for me, and I'll just talk for myself here, is, is basically I said, look, what I've said about Matt Rule is he communicates 
and he does PR better than any coach Nebraska's had in my lifetime. That's Couldn't it. agree more. He's yep. done full he's, stop. He's done it better than any coach I've had in my lifetime. Yeah. I think every time I've said that, Josh, on this podcast, which is mainly where I've said it, I've maybe said it on your show, um, I've maybe said it in a tweet, is that if he gets three wins next year, that doesn't mean shit. Okay? Correct. So that's where I am right now. I, I All I'm saying is he's better at these things than anyone I've ever seen as a Nebraska football coach, and I enjoy that. Like, it, it, it feels like a positive thing to me, but – it's not going to matter in the long run, and I don't. Think yeah, he's got to win the games. I also don't think it guarantees winning games. Yeah, I, I feel. Well, good, I, would... I feel good about it, but I certainly don't think that alone makes this a home run hire at this point. Well, Jack, I would also say this too, in 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 um, like to respond to Chess and, and some of his criticisms, like beyond, I guess, the hires. And, you know, the the either the age of some, the, the inexperience of some, or just Donovan Rayola. And that's totally fine. What right now is there to be critical about, right? Because we're not really seeing a whole lot of practice. And, and those who have have definitely painted a picture that these practices are meticulously organized in a way where the Scott Frost press conferences were not. So I think you kind of start there. Okay, beyond that then... What else is there to to really have discussions about? Everything that we're talking about at this moment in time, it's almost like, I, I don't know, an idea of what Nebraska football will be or hopes to be. But because they haven't played any games and because, I mean, like I know that they're recruiting, you know, of course, and Dylan Rayola, there's that situation hanging over everything. Like, I don't know, there's just... There's not wins and losses to be had right now. And 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 some would say, well, Josh, you were super critical of Scott Frost at this time, you know, last year. It's like, yeah, but he was still making decisions and saying things that that I found counterproductive to the to the entire operation. Yeah. But also because I had four years of baggage with the guy and I have none of that with Matt Rule. Yeah. No, I, I you can only evaluate what he's done <laughs> at this point. Yeah, right? exactly. Oh okay. yeah, exactly. And what he's done has been, I mean, which, by the way, maybe the two things that he hasn't done well um, are are those two hires. And I think they've been at least among, that's the thing. I, have there been, do, are there any writers, let's be honest, okay? People say the media, they mean print media. Because yeah. you and I can say whatever, and it's not considered the media to some degree. It's about the print media. Has is is there anybody left even in the print media who is willing to be critical, especially after Dirk Dirk is gone? I was gonna say um, Dirk is of course the first person that that would come to my mind, and he's not writing anymore. So if you if you lose him, like I think that Sam is is willing to look at stuff. Um, he looks at stuff with a critical eye, but that's I would also say it's not like Sam's bag to just kind of go go after that type of stuff again at this early in time Josh asks can Amy just play that role again like I really do think a lot of this comes down to there just hasn't been anything that's happened at this point that people are up in arms about I mean I guess for me like I'm not gonna hop on the show every day and rail against Donovan Rayola still being on the offensive line or coaching the offensive yeah, but line like Josh that's something I can only see in September but you know? Josh I mean but 
you were probably more critical at the moment it happened. You yeah, know, I pulled up the tr- the tweet. Then anybody in, unless I'm wrong, somebody correct me if I'm wrong. But anybody who in print media who wrote about it at the time, yeah, right, yeah. And look, that's true. And and like, I don't want to speak for for my brothers and sisters in the the print media. But look, I I also think sometimes people just don't want to deal with the shit. They don't want to deal with the blowback, you know. And yeah, like, I think that. You know, and and by the way, we have talked to Dirk, and Dirk is going to join us at some point, hopefully soon. We just got to yeah. lock down a date. He, he's Wednesday. very, he's, yeah. So yeah, he's going to join It'll us, and I cannot Wednesday. wait because I I look forward to unpacking this kind of stuff There's and a, a lot of stuff with Dirk. Conversation, by the way, I think it's going to be awesome. Right now, I wish you were here. Yeah, so that's going to be a lot of fun. But Dirk was someone, and like I have talked for the record, like I've talked to Dirk behind the scenes about stuff. I leaned on him a lot in the 2020 season especially, or no, the 2021 season, um, when, when I, I came out and said that, that uh, Frost should be fired. And he was someone that I leaned on because, I mean, he he looked at the Bo Pelini era, I thought like I looked at the Scott Frost era, where at times he just seemed like he was, he was out there all alone on an island, and at times I felt that way. But, like, I get, like, the thing that, that annoyed me over the last few years, it was not... Why, why aren't more people joining my side of the argument? It was those who were like, they knew that things were horrible. And they're like, yeah, so I think they'll win eight games or nine games. It's like, okay, if you know things are this bad, like, what are we really doing here? And so I, I just, that's a long answer to say. I think sometimes people just don't want to deal with the backlash. And like, I totally get that. Yeah. I understand it. It's not, it's not for everybody. Well, and it's not fun. It's not fun to take that shit all the time. I mean, you know? and to be honest, okay, look at the entities. You got the newspapers. And then I guess if you're talking... Uh, you know, print media, your kind print, no longer literally printing, but the, <laughs> on, the online outlets. I mean, I feel like they all kind of have, you know, pick your favorite, but don't they all kind of have kind of a cozy relationship with a university where they don't want to get too critical? Am I, am I See, stepping over, over a line by saying that? Yeah, I think so. Like, I think that the whole, you'll get your, credentials pulled you know i think that that's a bit much like i think what it comes down to more than anything and and this is something i like about myself is like i don't have relationships with coaches this is something um, i like about myself <laughs> no like i don't have relationships with coaches but everybody who covers the team on a day-to-day basis does i'm the same and I'm, I'm, I do with think, I'm with you i'm with you yeah I, I look i think it gives me a a lot of freedom in that if i'm like Eric Chenander sucks, and I think he sucks, and I'm going to tell everybody about it, that I don't have to talk to him. And that's that's less of a, I don't want to face the music. It's more, if I knew him and had a relationship with him, would that cloud my ability to be critical? Access you know, like creates I, relationships. Correct. Relationships make... In the, in correct. The, you know, like, like here's an example. And we don't really talk a, a whole lot about Creighton women's basketball on the on, on Sports Money Conduct, right? If we did... I would guess that I would pull, you know, a lot of punches with given given my relationship with Jim Flannery and how uh, awesome he's been to me in my time doing play by play for their for their program. And I like that I don't have that with Nebraska football. I like that I don't have that with Creighton basketball. To be honest, like I I, I know Mac. I you know I talked to him in person a few times and he's come on our show, but I don't know him. I don't know him like John does. You know, right. and I don't, dude, I don't know any of the Husker and, coaches and I haven't known any of the Husker coaches my entire time in the industry. And I like it that way. And let's be, I mean, I'll be dead honest. I'm sure that impacted my opinion of Tim Miles. 
Oh, sure. For yeah, he was great to you. He he was great to me. He was. I mean, I I I had a relationship with him. Um, I had a relationship with him after he he was fired. Um, all of that. Yeah, and I don't have. And the foot the just the weird thing is, Josh, the the football program with me for whatever reason never allows that to happen. So I never have that with anybody in yeah. football. I yeah, just and don't. I like that. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I, I'll be honest. I, I wouldn't want that. Like, yeah, I guess would it be cool to be able to like text an assistant and and confirm something with him on background? Like, obviously, yeah. like that'd be sweet. So, but I if had... then if if then his linebacker, like, let's pretend it's the linebackers. Linebackers play like shit, and I'm like, ooh, uh, how do I how do I approach this? I've never done that before, you know. So I've never had to deal with it. I know that's not to say a print reporter can't be critical and still have a relationship. Dirk Chatlin exists, right? So like, it's obvious that it's possible, but it does seem a lot harder. And I feel like my personality is such where it would be really difficult for me to yep. do that. That's a, it's a really interesting point because I I had that relationship with Miles. I've had it with John Cook. Um, I kind of had it with Mike Anderson when he was doing baseball. And yeah, I I mean I'm I mean the truth be told is me in my job and what I do preserving those relationships or honoring them or being aware of them absolutely impacts what I would say mm-hmm. about those people. Now yeah. And I said I didn't think they should fire Tim Miles. You might say, and, and so I guess it's fair to say, well, you know, you had a relationship with him, and that's part of it. Uh, turns yeah. out I was just right on that either way, but nonetheless. <laughs> but nonetheless, and I've never. But the crazy thing, Josh, is whatever access I have, there's not one person in the football program I have ever had that with. Isn't yeah. that insane? I yeah, ne- it is. We, I'm the the other ones I'm talking. But I about, guess it's not a surprise. John Cook, Tim Miles, the baseball guys. It's it's just by virtue of them, you know, us being an affiliate, me talking to them, knowing people. I haven't. There's not one assistant that you know. I've got all those guys. I've got all their cell phone number. I mean, you can even put Erstad in that group probably, but just not one even assistant coach with football. It's a. It is a different world completely. Yeah. And, you so. know, you know, it's so funny, too, because I was talking about this with with. Uh, oh, and crap. Jim and O'Neill is struggling. I'm going to tweet. Oh, no, never mind. He's in here. Um, I was talking about this with John off the air and I really kind of crystallized for me today. And, and I guess this discussion is kind of leading right into it. Um, I have sensed and I wonder what you think about this. I have sensed that everyone around here is just kind of tired. Like, I I don't want to go too in-depth on how this discussion came about, but I was thinking about last, last offseason at this time or um, two years ago, three years ago, four years ago, and, like, Jack, everything was on edge. Everything was on edge. Every decision that Scott Frost made was, you know, battle, time, to, time to get on either side of the argument, right? And... And I'm not saying that that was healthy because it was very toxic, but it seemed like every everything that happened with the program was met with, you know, arguments, discussion. Is this going to work? Can they turn it around? Like everything that they did. And that has like dissipated to a degree that is kind of hard to explain. And I wonder, going back to how this whole discussion began, how much of it is that that people are just like, I don't really feel like arguing about it. You know, like, what am I going to say? I don't have any takes. We we still haven't watched him coach. 
I don't really have a, a whole lot of opinion on Matt Rule, or at least I didn't have an opinion on Matt Rule until he got hired. Like, what do you want me to do? And and I think that some of it could be chalked up to just people are finally like coming up above the water to breathe for the first time in yeah, like four maybe, or five years. Maybe it, it very yeah. well could be, but I still think there is something to the fact that there just are not people in place in print media that are there to be a uh, uh, evaluator, a critical eye on what's happening in the program. And, and right. I know Chattel still writes columns, I guess simple writes columns too, but do you see any of them just, Going to town, right? Well, I mean, Sipple, I mean, Sipple is someone who often will, you know, defend coaches. And I mean, he, and look, this isn't a Frost thing. He, he, he did it with every coaching staff. I mean, except for Riley, except I guess. For Riley. But he even did it with Callahan, man. Like, it's not like Sipple is, you know, only a Frost or a Pelini guy. Like, he, he went to bat pretty hard for Bill Callahan, too, until it was kind of obvious that it was time to move on. He is someone that really does respect. He respects the job. He respects the job of being a head coach, and he respects the job of an of of assistance. Like he he respects that. I would say too much, and I've told him that to his face. So I'm not like stepping on on anything but here. But great, like I've told him that. But he, it's the same thing. Like we were talking. He's incredible. He's texting access. those guys. Yeah, he has incredible access. He has some of the best access. Well, at least he did. I don't. Well, I guess we'll see. He had insane access though to the previous coaching staff. Absolutely more more than most around here did. More than most. Heck, more than maybe anybody, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. And but then, you know, like I don't, like, but, I just yeah, I mean, don't think that they want to rabble rouse right now. Like I just don't think that's their game. You know, do any none of, the, of the writers? I mean, like any, do any of the? I mean, I guess we could ask Shaver about this, but you know, yeah. Anybody twenty four seven? Yeah, I mean, you got Callahan and and we talked about this. Those guys feel like they're really close to the program, uh, or uh, the athletic department right now, right? So yeah. Well, look, and you know, we, one guy we haven't mentioned is Mitch Sherman. Mitch Sherman, very critical of the Scott okay. Frost era. Okay, very critical. And but and look, like I think the answer to this really might be people are impressed with what Matt Rule is doing, and maybe maybe Jack, some of that is that they are judging him based on on being compared to Scott Frost. Like, would that surprise me? Of course not. Like, I'm doing that. I know I do that, and I'm guilty of it every day, and I tr- really try not to, but. I, I think that there is some of that, but I also, like, I've talked to, to a few of the people that we have mentioned. I've talked to them just as friends, right? And I've had conversations. Everyone is impressed with the Matt Rule operation. Like, that's the the thing. Like, th- there aren't these conversations going on behind the scenes, which there were in the Frost era with some people that I would have. Right. Where I would, I would say stuff, and then I would just say it on the air, too. Um, there's none of that right now with Matt Rule, you know? Right. But, I mean... Again, he hasn't done that much. He's he done, hasn't I mean, done. What is what, there to complain about? With what he's done, and and again, I still say to the extent that there were questions about some of the assistant hires, those were pretty. I mean, I think they were pretty discussed. Um, I, I mean, I still have concerns about some of them, to be honest. But yeah. um, it, it felt like that. It felt like that was very discussed when it happened. Yeah, that yeah that I I feel like there's a lot of revisionist history with you know them but not they're not being criticism. Every it, coach that didn't have experience, d- dude. John made freaking graphics. We have graphics like there there are segments at a time that we have done where we're breaking down the the years of experience. And John basically the angle he took at it was 
why were we critical of the Scott Frost staff and we're not being as critical as the Matt Rule? So I guess maybe he's right. kind of proven the argument. But, but at the very least, John and I were doing it on our show. But beyond that, I mean, the dude's only done done so much. There, and yeah, his, and April. frankly, and and I mean, I think pretty objectively, his his press appearances, his answering questions, his the things he said in terms of PR, in terms of communications, have been really, really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But again, every time I've ever talked about that, I've said, but it doesn't matter if he doesn't win. So, yeah. oh, shit, the blue flag girl just hit a homer. Jeez. Oh. Well, you know, it's funny, too, uh, that we're having this discussion. I asked a question on Twitter earlier today of what will be the first controversial decision Matt Rule makes in season. Mm. And because it, I mean, it kind of, in a way, I feel like we're all, we're all talking about kind of the same thing right now. And that is the, the, the perfection of Matt rule, if you will. And it, you know, there are five months left until the season. And I feel like the first, I feel like the first big criticism or the first real divisive issue is going to be the quarterback decision. And what, well, I guess if it's Jeff Sims, I think it's going to be the quarterback decision. Um, if it's if it's Casey Thompson, I don't think that there, it will be met with like a shitload of uproar. I think that it will be met with like, oh, that's interesting. But if it's Sims, I think that that's the first kind of like battle lines are drawn. Um, so I guess I would begin with that. Uh, and then even if it's not there, as soon as he loses a game, I mean, it the the, the veneer is gonna come off really quickly. It is not definitely. Gonna, it it will ne- listen. Uh, Enjoy these months of spring football. It will never feel like this again without yeah. extensive criticism. It's, I yeah. mean, it, th- that is not a problem, is a lack of criticism. Maybe it is in some levels of media, but generally with this with the Nebraska coach, yeah, I mean, you're going to get it. It'll be there. It, 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 yeah. is, it will change 100% by the time we are 10 days Jack. into September. Jack, we thought that Frost was going to walk on water forever. And, like, by the end of the Troy game, people were like, what the hell is going on with this place? Yeah. You know? It took, like, it wasn't, I would say the Colorado game, like, that was more frustration. And, I mean, a lot of the blame in that one were on, like, Adrian Martinez getting hurt and then the the defensive back that I can't remember his name who had the personal foul. Yeah, like that, those two, those two things happened, and it was like, was it a bummer? Like, yeah, they turned the ball over a bunch, they they should have won, but the game where people were like, uh, what the hell was the Troy game, you know, and then, I mean, suddenly they're like 0-6, and like, there was criticism of Scott Frost. Now, that, that criticism was also couched in the like, this is year one, it's going to take time. Like, that's where things might be a little different. Like, for the record, I will be in the, it's year one, it's going to take time, just like I was with Frost, just like I was with Riley. It's just, you don't want to see those those real bad signs. And honestly, some of them showed up in the first Mike Riley season of like, horrific clock management. That type of crap is like the, that's the bugaboo. There'll be play calling. There'll be a decision to punt and not go for it. There'll be a decision to, it'll be, it'll be third and three on the two yard line and they'll pass instead of run, you know? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So that will come. That will absolutely come. So, yeah. I think people, sometimes you just, you get lost in the long off season and I mean, like to, to, I don't know if this was Chess's point because I haven't read any of that stuff just yet, but. I mean, I do think a big part of this too is if you think back to a year ago and you compare it to today, it is it I mean, it's just w- it's way way different. And I guess I would understand if there is a concern that we're we're doing this all over again, 
But like, you know, call me after the first few games and you know, if if criticism is warranted, I'm sure that criticism will be delivered. But I <laughs> masturbator. Always honest, love tuning in for a pick me up. <laughs> honestly though, like uh, I mean, let's be let's be dead honest. I mean, the broadcast industry or the the re- screw it, the radio industry has been more willing to come out and be critical than any other media entity that exists right now for Nebraska football. Do you have a theory on why that is? Um, that's a great question. Um, not maybe not as close of because because they're not beat report because they're not doubling as beat reporters. They don't have the relationships and they don't go face to face with the coaches every week or so. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Do you? My 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 first thought was going to be like. And, and, you know, like, it's not like the show that I host is, like, caller-driven, but the immediate feedback, I wonder if that, you know, helps, in my opinion, helps us. I mean, it's certainly there. I would say that, that Sports Talk Radio traditionally has been kind of an angrier medium at the um, the institutions that we cover, especially if they're doing poorly, than, like, newspapers are. Um, I wonder if it, too, like, you know, I'm on for four hours a day. You're on for three hours a day. We're, we're, we're talking without a net, right? Like if you're just a writer and, and like for the record, like every writer basically is either doing a podcast or a video or something like they're not just doing columns and and beat stories anymore, but here, bear with me for a moment. If you, if you're a writer and you're writing a column, you can always use the backspace, you know, like I'm out there and I'm talking, you're talking and you say something and it's just kind of out there you know and you can't you can't really t- i mean you could say like oh no i didn't mean it that way or you can try to correct your words but i don't know I, I i love like i love our medium because we get to talk we get to talk it out for you know hours at a time and we get to kind of go places and figure out like i get to figure out what my opinion is i had no idea this was going to be the podcast tonight and it's yeah. been very therapeutic like it's nice it's nice to kind of chat about this stuff and figure out you know how we how we get where somewhere and how we can be better too Clint says, uh, and he was part of the chat today, he said, I think where I stood on the lack of criticism conversation today wasn't that there needs to be more criticism. I don't think we, fans, media, everyone, need to be saying how great it is to hear coaches saying the same thing. Most staff's teams are like that. I I agree with that, but I still think Rule, (laughs) here's the thing, is Rule does a better job with talking, communications, PR than any Nebraska coach has done, and it's not even close. Yeah. And, th- and, and I'm not saying that equals wins, but shit, he does such a good job with He's really, really good at that part of it. And mm-hmm. I don't know for sure what the impact of that is. I don't know how and maybe far that, that is. Goes. Jack, maybe that's the question that's interesting in all this, right? Like, what is the impact of, of this happening and this being a true thing. You're right. Because I'm with you. You like, I think that this, I think it's notable and it doesn't just have to be notable because it's different than the previous coach. Because I do, like, that is a big reason why. Because last year, especially, they were nowhere near on the same page. And it was obvious the entire offseason. And some people wanted to, to acknowledge that. Yours truly. Some people did not want to acknowledge that. But, but that was obvious. So, like, you can start there. But also, like, this is pretty different. And and the, going back to the young coaching thing, that to me matters. And and you know, not to say like getting a a break 
But like Matt Rule is hiring a lot of these dudes, and this is their first like big moment. And I think that there can be a lot to be said for having a boss that put faith in you and, you know, kind of taking that and running with it. I'll, I'll tell a story about myself. So I got hired to, to be on air, and it was pretty obvious that the boss that hired me didn't really want me to be on air at the time. And, um, and, and I think I've ta- I talked about this, Jack, on your old podcast, RIP, but like it was pretty obvious. Well, um, my immediate superior then, he, he retired for like the first of 100 times a few months later. And I remember being just like really scared, like, oh, God, what does this mean for me? Well, eventually we hired this guy named Dave Tepper, and I've talked about him before. Incredible boss, lives in Denver and um, now. And we had one of those first kind of just like get to know you beer sessions. We went to a, a local bar, and, and he bought me a few beers, and we just kind of talked about my hopes, my dreams, time in the career, yada, yada, yada. Well, w- he showed me in that one meeting an hour or so a faith in me that I really needed at the time because I was worried that he was brought in to fire me, essentially. And he eventually told me, and he's talked about this publicly, that our boss, when they hired Dave, said, like, if you want to fire Josh, you can fire Josh. And Dave going to bat for me and putting faith in me, like, I I work really hard. I'd like to think I do at least. I I wanted to work hard for that guy because he put faith in me. And so long, you know, like, all of that to say, like, would it shock me if like a Garrett McGuire busted his ass a little bit more because Matt Rule gave him the chance to coach at Nebraska? Like, no, that's I did it. You know, why can't a guy in college football making six figures do the same thing? So, yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I it, it, yeah, I think you you make a good point there too, and it it look. Do you see this this uh, question from Matt? He said, "I really want to get into with Dirk." The way that opinions in Omaha are different than the rest of the state and how Nebraska treats Omaha media differently and how they have the most trouble with in-state recruiting in Omaha. What do you it's, think about that? Shafe has talked a lot about, like, when you recruit Omaha, you have to t- almost view it as you're recruiting out of state um, just because the people here are different. Like, look, I, I know that we kind of joke about the Omaha versus Lincoln stuff and maybe, like, an Omaha elitism, but, like, Look, man, I grew up in Omaha. I'm a city kid. Do I look at the rest of the state as one way? Like, I'd be lying if I didn't say that that was a part of of how I grew up and how I think people in Omaha grow up. Like, we're the big city. The rest of the state is small. The rest of the state is farms. And, like, obviously, I as I've grown, I, I know that that's very unfair. And there are a lot of people in here that are from small towns, um, including my financial advisor who's hanging out here, and we appreciate you. Um, so like that, that's unfair, but I think that that's a fact and I don't know why, why are we more critical in Omaha? I mean, is that because we're like big city, big city, we're Omaha. Like, it's not like we're New York or something. I'm guessing that that plays a part in it. I mean, look, man, it really, really, really does. Oh, sorry. Well, I was just going to say, I get, I don't, I still think it's, it's, uh, radio versus everybody else to be honest, media wise. Yeah. I think it's, I, I I think it's print, and I mean, I mean Dirk. He, I mean, he was a writer, and he was in Omaha. You know, yeah, like well, he's gone. I mean, <laughs> yeah. You know what I think? Part of it though is Jack. Like we're not down the street from from the stadium. You know, like the Journal Star's offices for years were right there, and like I don't, you know, like I've heard stories about coaches going over there. You know, like we didn't have, to, I didn't have to deal with that. You know, like, would that have changed my opinion on things? 
No. Would it have changed how I operated? Like, I can't say. I can't say. I'd like to say no. I would have still done the same thing if a assistant coach would have come in and wanted to yell at me. Yeah. But, you know, I, I I don't know. We're we're kind of on an island, you know? Yeah, like, you're we right. get the benefits I mean, of, you know? Nobody's calling. I mean, I assume none of the coaches are calling you or texting you or being mad about about what you say say if they i mean if they're if they're i assume that they knew who i was i'd never heard from any of them but i'd be stunned if if like damon never heard something from someone over there about me it would shock me because i you know not to say like i'm i'm super powerful but you know our 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 station has had a lot of success uh, but i'm just saying that to me if there's a dividing line it's less about geography it's less about media versus non-media it is about uh Radio versus every other Husker media. See, I disagree. I do think it's about, I think it's more the ge- geographic component, but that's just me. I do really? think it's Omaha versus kind of everybody else and how they cover it. But maybe I'm not giving enough credence to your, you know, radio versus print discussion. But I don't well, also, I, don't I, mean, I mean, are the Lincoln shows hopping on being super duper critical? Like, I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I mean, I assume that, I mean, yeah, I, I, I assume. I don't think the ticket has been hesitant to be critical if they've needed to. I don't, I, I don't actually know. I mean, Biff, Lincoln shows are pure propaganda. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot I mean, of former players over there now, you know, like they're going to defend place. Will they? I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I figure mean, they will. I legit don't know. I don't listen. Listen, I don't think our programming is that good. I don't know what to say, but like, yeah, 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 I'm not. I, I don't I don't listen to a ton of it right now. And yeah. I know my my station is a in a contract with the the university as one of their hometown affiliate. So it, I I I, I, I that, sure that has its impact on me and what I say on the air. Absolutely. Yeah. I I would not take me listen. I would not ever tell anyone to take me especially like just limited to the things I say on the air, on the radio, as a harbinger of fair critique when it comes to at the athletic department. I wouldn't. I don't think, and I don't, I don't think anybody expects me to be that either. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I know people want that. I know people wanted that from you last season that they yeah. were like frustrated, you know, in the lead up to, especially I mean, in the lead up to 2022. Yeah, I mean, I think at some point it sort of gets there. I'm not. Yeah, I mean that's true. I mean, I wouldn't say. I think I, what I think people not, want you I'm to just like tell the not, truth. I'm don't not they? sports nightly either. You know. No. Yeah. Definitely not. Definitely not. But, but it, it, it's it's weird for me personally because I have made it very clear that um, that I've come in as a fan and I've decided not to change any of that through my career, right? I'm going I'm yeah. to keep being the person that I was uh, unashamedly. So, um, yeah, so when I have been, but I mean, I said after, I mean, after the 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 loss to uh, uh, whoever it was this year uh, when uh, Nebraska missed the field goal, and I was like, yeah, it's time. It's time for him to go. I said it on the air. I mean, mm-hmm. like, I thought it was time, and it happened. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I can't certainly. I can't speak to your audience and like what your what your literal radio audience wants. I don't know. You. I've never been a. Yeah, I've never been a member of the quote unquote sports media. So 
Yeah, and I don't know. Honestly, I don't know what my audience wants of me in this regard. You know, like I, I always figure it's just to be entertaining. But you know, I, I don't know. My favorite listener would just be someone who like wants to tune in and laugh for four hours. But I, I do know that as things got real toxic the last few years, I definitely sensed a. I I like unsportsmanlike conduct because at least those guys keep it real. And like, I, I, like, I'll be honest, I took pride in that. Like it it made me happy that like, at least we were going to say what we really thought about the program. Now, were we going to tell all the frost stories? Of course not. Um, and I know that pissed people off too, but in the afterwards, not in the moment, but I liked that. I knew when John and I logged onto the, to, to the air and we were on for four hours, you know, like we were going to, we were going to, you know, go at it, I guess. And I will say this, you know, when I came on with you and I've said this before, I was wrong uh, a year and a half ago when I said I wanted to keep Scott Frost for the next year. I also would say I didn't know the things that you knew at that time, but that was not any kind of a when I said that that wasn't any kind of like a fealty to no the to I've got relationships with them or something. That's not what that was that would have prevented me from being negative if I wanted to. That was that was a hundred percent about me wanting the best thing for the program. And I was yeah. and, I, and I was wrong, but that's not I, I think that's a little different than what we're talking about too. De- oh definitely. De- I think what we are talking about in in terms of like what you weren't is like John and I have always called them the defenders of the program. Where whatever happens, defender of the program, like where, no, 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 I'm, I'm going to argue in, in defense of any decision that they make. Oh, uh, I hear Scott Frost wants to, to cancel the Oklahoma game. Nope, it can't be true. It's fake. They've come to find out it's, it's true. Oh, okay. Well, that had to be Bill Moose. It wouldn't have been Scott Frost. Come to find out it's Scott Frost. Oh, no, then it's not that big of a deal. It's like, oh, okay, so you're just, you'll are you just double down on everything, even though your opinion continues to change, but the end game is ultimately protecting. In that case, it was the coach. It wasn't even the program. It was the head coach. And, like, and, and Biff will get this reference. There was this message board back at the height of the Polini era where their banner on top, it, it at one point it said something about Nebraska, but then it changed to support the bow. So it wasn't about defend the program; it was defend the coach. And that's the shit that it's just like, what? I mean, what are we doing here? And how do you operate that way? And so I never got that from you, Jack. You just yeah, you want the football was. team to be good regardless of how it happens. Right, right. That that was that was. In fact, I was incredibly, despite not wanting to fire him. I was incredibly, I was probably more critical of him about some things that you weren't and, and, and people who are critical of him and maybe didn't wanted to move on from him. I mean, I absolutely blasted him about the, just the obsession with the 97 central Florida game and bringing it up. Oh yeah. That, yeah. That got your gander up more than like anything. Yeah. I blasted it on your show. I blasted him. Yeah. 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 That. And, and, and did repeatedly. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but it's, it's a it's a really interesting discussion uh, about where Nebraska media is right now, how it stands right now, where the relationships are, and 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 who should be that voice? Who should be that critical voice? Like, where should that, where could and where should that come from right now? If Matt Rule makes a bad, if Matt Rule was out of his mind for keeping Donovan Rayola, so to speak, 
Who should have yeah. called that out? Who does call that out? Right? I mean, like you said, yeah, yeah. I, I brought it up, but I'm not going to keep talking about it. I'm not going to keep harping on Brendan says Nick Grimm. Oh, my gosh, that'd be hilarious. Like, I'm not going to keep harping on it. But, look, if the offensive line looks like shit during the season, Ooh, like, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll I, probably bring it up. You I'm know? probably going to bitch about things this again. You're right. I'll probably bitch about things as soon as the game starts. The games start, and the, if they don't win, if they go 0-2, I'll be pissed. But I can't – I don't know what to tell people. He's great right now. <laughs> I mean, like – Yes, and that's – He's doing ultimately everything, that's what this... everything yeah. I can see and I can evaluate, which is what he says, how he communicates, uh, the way that he appeals to the fans, the PR, the things he's talking about that he's doing with the team. I can't find – Maybe those two coaching hires, which we did talk about, but beyond that, like, I legit, it's not, I don't know if it means I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. I just don't have a critique right now at this point. I really yeah, don't. and you know, Jack, you know what this is reminding me of? It's something that I, I think about a lot with my job. It's like, you don't have to have an opinion about everything, and like, I've been as critical as the next dude. Like, you don't also have to be critical about everything. I it, Like, I don't want to make this political, but I think that the way that things have just happened in, in the world in the last, I mean, forever. But it really is ramped up, right? This rhetoric of, like, I have to have a take about everything. Like, I was I was baffled, baffled with the stuff Sunday night into Monday with, with the women's championship game. And, like, I said it to you, and you were stunned. Like, I missed basically all of the discourse. The only thing I saw was the Portnoy tweet, and then eventually I saw Keith Olbermann's tweet. Otherwise, all I saw were people like you saying, why can't we be, you know, why can't she take the, the heat or whatever? And the funniest thing is, like, Caitlin Clark was like, yeah, she can celebrate however she wants. And so it was just, it was people arguing essentially about nothing for a day. And I'm like, man, I just, I have gotten to a point where I'm very comfortable not having to have an opinion about every freaking thing that happens anymore. And, and you know, like, it's nice. It's nice just not feeling like I have to be a take factory all the time. But, like, I think that, in a way, this conversation could circle back to that. Why aren't more people critical? Because there's what – what is there? You know, like, I'm happy to listen. I just don't, I just don't know what that thing is right now. Did you see Tana Sam's post on the chat? <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, nice God. to have Sam back. It is good. Thank, Sam, we missed you. We missed you. Uh, now yeah. we got to get – where did uh, – we we, we we lost it. Where Jake Bogus? No. Is he ever coming back? Whatever happened, he, I mean, he, what happened yeah, to Jacob he, Bigelow? Is he gone? I th- is, doesn't he pop up every now and then? I don't know. He's is Maybe he not. gone too. Where's Bogus? Where's Bigelow? Uh, we know who you guys are. Like we miss yeah. you when you're not here. Bogus is still here. He like he's still you know. I mean, he's, he's still, still paying. In, I mean, don't get me he's wrong. He's still paying. Yeah, that's <laughs> great. Josh Oliver. He he still tweets at me sometimes. He tweeted at me today. Not I think. me because I blocked the ball. Because you blocked his ass. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. All right. Do we have any? That was a great. Con- I mean, I, listen. Wow. I like. I love. I, I. I really do. I mean, I like having conversations where that just kind of develop organically. Was there anything else we wanted to touch tonight at all that we didn't get? Um. What did we? I mean, God, you sent like eight texts in a row to me earlier today. I know. I just I was giving you lots of, of ideas. Yeah. Oh, here was an. Okay. Let me ask you this one before we end. Okay. Will Scott Frost be the, or excuse me, will Frank Solich be the only fired Nebraska coach of our era that will ever be welcomed back to the university or Memorial Stadium in some sort of 
ceremonial fashion. Well, the I mean, the thing about him is like he won a conference title and like nobody else did, at least in football. From the football component, like there's no one to come back. Now, Matt says what I was going to say. Frost will will be as part of a team. It, okay. When they celebrate 97 again, I would I would bet in this though, Jack. 2027? Okay, so so I would get, bet he is not there that time. And I would maybe even say he's not there in like 2037. He will return at some point. I would guess probably when he's really, like when he's really old would be my guess. So you're talking the uh, 50-year Like the 2047 or 2057. Like I'm serious. Like it's going to be one of the real old celebrations of the 97 team. He's not going to come back anytime soon. It's me, Frank. I got booed against Central Florida. Jack Mitchell somehow... Well, I guess you'll be a little said, younger than I'll be than, a little than younger Frost. than Scott Ross. But you'll still hey, be an old. I wish you had quit bitching about that. Jeez, it wasn't even that bad. Let's say he comes back in 2047. So I'll be, at that point in time, I'll be 59. 59-year-old me having lots of takes. Can't wait. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, I would otherwise but, no. I mean, like, there's no reason to celebrate Tim Miles. Like, no offense, Tim, but there's no, no I bet they – listen, of all of the – okay, so take the people who have been fired, okay? Uh, at, at number, I mean, Doc Sadler came back and coached at some point, but you, you can take, uh, Callahan, Solich, obviously then Callahan, uh, Riley, uh, Pelini, uh, Tim miles, uh, whomever the, and, and then the basketball guys, Sadler was welcomed back to actually be a coach on the team. Uh, Barry Collier. Like, is there any, can you, you can't see any scenario, any of those that I just mentioned would be like, what if, what if it's some sort of like history, 50 years of Nebraska football, we're going to bring all sure. the coaches of the team together <laughs> on what the field mean? at some point. No, you don't, you don't think that'll ever happen? No, definitely uh, not. All right. I would, yeah. God, if Bill Callahan. Definitely not Bo. Bo Bo would rather light the stadium on fire. I would love to see Bill Callahan come back in Nebraska gear. <laughs> that would be great. So I would love. I would love. I would love to hear from Callahan. Yeah. I. Where's that book? Yeah, dude. Where's the book about the whole era? Hey, when Dirk joins us, maybe that can be part of the the conversation. I want to strong arm him into writing the book. Dirk, we need the book. Wow. We need the book. This is crazy. Uh, yeah, that I, uh, Riley, come on, Riley, come on. We're yeah. We're, we're, well, come hey, on. Speaking it, of olds, Jack. Speaking of olds, I'm just thinking in like uh, 2030, we're we're like, hey, let's celebrate 30 years of Nebraska football. We're gonna bring all our coaches back. Like, what's the purpose though? What are they celebrating? <laughs> the 30 years of Nebraska football. Just the shot on the. Just the photo what, to get all of them what together. What are they? Wait, wait. So what thirty years? What are what thirty? The program's been around since eighteen ninety. What are we no celebrating? Idea. I have no idea. I have no idea. Wow. But wouldn't you love to have a photo? Happy thirty years. I would put a okay. If you can get a photo on your wall on Memorial Stadium of Solich, Callahan, Pelini, Riley, <laughs> and uh, Frost, and okay, and I yeah. guess that'd Matt be a Rule, fun photo. And Matt Rule all together in Memorial Stadium. That'd be good. That'd be all right. Yeah. It so at my parents' house, there's uh they have like these three pictures that are hung up on like like one and then another in the middle and then the the bottom one. And so it's my youngest brother Luke with 
the head coaches, Frank Solich, Bill Callahan, and Bo Pelini. And so the first one is from 2002. And so it's it, we, we got him at Fan Day. So we got one of those pieces of paper. Frank had a big old autograph, and then they took a picture together. And so the funniest thing is that these pictures – like our great representations of the coaches. So the Frank Solich one, Frank got out of his seat and he put his arm around Luke and smiled and took a picture with him. Callahan, the Callahan one, Luke is like standing next to him and Callahan's like looking down, signing the piece of paper. And then Bo is looking up with the, you remember the Bo face, just the dumbest face. And like, you know, it's so, it's so funny because the first one was in 02, the last one was in 08. So it's like six years. And so you also see Luke going from a, what, seven-year-old into a 13-year-old. And it's just, it's it's such a bummer that we don't have him with Mike Riley and then Scott Frost and now Matt Rule. <laughs> like, oh, God, it'd be so funny. So funny. I just want that photo. That's it. Yeah. I just want, yeah. I want to make a, I want to make a, like a wall covering with it in my house. Keenan says, you remember the Pope face is the dumbest face. Yeah, I'm taking a screenshot of, of you quoting me, Keenan. That's funny. That that's that's God, very funny. God, I don't miss his face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't miss his face. All right. I didn't I bet I, I, I bet Tim Miles to be brought back. Just Why? What are they gonna celebrate? Uh the anniversary of the twenty fourteen NCAA tournament team. God, if Next that year. if we're celebrating Next that, year. Jack, things are going to get even darker. Uh, Josh, it's 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 one year from now. It's no. the ten year anniversary. Jack, they celebrate that. I'm done. I, I'm done. I'm not talking You're about Nebraska already. basketball anymore. I'm done. Everybody's well, no, done. I'm not going to talk about Everybody's it. I'm going to ban myself. Me and I'll be there. I will be yeah. there when it yeah. when it happens. Yeah, yeah indeed. When it happens will. next year with Hunter Salas and whoever else they're getting. I yeah, sure. Yeah, why not? Why not? the yeah. worst Creighton's losing players that's exciting uh there dude this might turn into a kind of a wild week though. I, I did not yeah. that shocks me by the way with Creighton it really uh, does. yeah me, me too because me uh, JBD was saying our resident Creighton fan he was saying there's rumors about Nemhart leaving I was like really mm-hmm. I would not have expected that yep yeah today's uh, been interesting on the old uh scuttlebutt front to for, Arizona uh, potentially why, uh-huh. the, why is he leaving why would he do that? Creighton's a it's great, great place. It's a great place. They're yeah. almost national champs. What is he doing? Yeah. Odd. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I really don't have any a whole lot to say on that. I'm just going to say It sounded going. like you did. I was kind of excited. No, I honestly, I don't know why. I, I, I like, I've heard that. I've heard this, you know, I think it's going to happen for the record. I don't know what, what, why though. I don't know why. All right. All right. Enough uh, people have texted me that now I can't get traced back to the original source, so. All right, we'll see. All right, I think we should uh, wrap. I think that's it. All right, we didn't. Uh, boy, I had like wow. five things on our. Dude, uh, yeah, we, we got to nothing to that use, we had discussed, except for your idea of bringing back Tim Miles to celebrate the ten-year anniversary of a team that made the tournament. <laughs> Good lord, God. Good lord. Come on, hey everybody, it's Ty Webster. Hey. Uh, by the way, Saturday. Uh, we will be on later. I'm running in a uh, race on Saturday morning, so I just don't know what time I'll be home. But we will have a podcast on Saturday. I schedule it's not be it for 10:30. If you're not there, I'll fill until you get there. Is that all right? Okay. I'll and look, I'll keep you updated. Like it's it's only a 10 miler, and I'm going to run it very fast. Oh, I just don't know what the traffic geez. situation. I know. 
My goal, by, and, and look, so I'll, I'll put this goal out here in the ether, and then we can discuss on Saturday if we want. My goal is going to be 64 minutes, so I'm hoping to knock it out in an hour four, which is a six, I got like 620-something is, uh, is what I'm aiming for. So that's my goal. I'll be done with the race by like 835, 840. I just don't, they're giving us breakfast, and I don't know the traffic situation. Well, shit, by 1030, we should be able to start. Holy cow. Yeah, I think so, too. I think so, too. I think we'll I'm be I'm scheduling good. it at 1030 instead of 930. It's an hour later. If Josh isn't there... Yeah. I'm gonna fill with jokes and you know nice. tales of yore. But there you go. When he gets here, we'll uh, we'll delve into whatever's maybe the things we were gonna talk about tonight. We'll see. Hey, there you go. Patreon.com slash IED Club. Join join today. Look look how fun this was. Look at all the great conversation yes. we had. You wanna join us live. You do. You do. It's great. Yeah. And we got more yeah. things coming up this uh this spring, this summer, we got busy. We're very busy with some ideas. We're gonna have Dirk joining us at some point. Yes, uh, I've got some other. That ideas. is gonna be a great podcast. We got some more. Be- we got Beacon Husker Rewind. Uh, oh, yeah, Colorado, gonna- Colorado month, dude. That's only that. a few months away, Jack. We're getting closer getting to that. Close. Very exciting. All right. Yeah. Hey, uh, thanks for joining for, uh, uh, joining us, everybody. We will see you next time on the I eighty Club.